I'm Jen, she's Lex, and we are the Blachnorettes, who are pleasantly surprised by this week's episode. That that much I will say. I didn't expect it to be as good as it was, but mm-hmm. I liked it. I was watching this like, wait a minute, is this good? <laughs> it was really good, y'all. I was like, oh, this is what a good episode is like. I forgot. It's been years. <laughs> It only took us, like, what, 11 episodes to get here? Well, this is the 12th episode. So, yeah, the 12th episode yes. is the only good one this season. Oh, my God. How sad is it? 12 episodes in is when you find, like, the best episode <laughs> or, like, a good episode. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, thank God, though. And it was just one episode this week, which means we get to talk about it real quick and we get to really just dive in as much as we want. Correct. Correct. So let's just talk about that. Right. Um, We where did we even leave off? Oh, the rose ceremony. So rose ceremony time Mm -hmm. is finally now. This is only the fourth rose ceremony in paradise. And I don't know about y'all, but I feel as if usually we make it up to like six between six and eight rose ceremonies before we end the season. Usually. Yeah. I think it's usually about eight. Yeah. It's usually about eight ish, seven ish, eight ish. So. This is weird. (laughs) Yeah, it's weird. So we're on four. The women have the roses for the third time in a row. And the reason why women keep getting the roses, by the way, just because you know, is because they keep self-eliminating. There's always less of them than there are. And we know this week that four men are going home. But that's not how the episode opens. With the men frolicking and having a great time in the pool while the women are getting ready in their room. (laughs) And they're having conversations, you know, I mean... A lot of guys are stressed. Some guys know Mm -hmm. for sure they're going home. And I'll say that. Like, Alex knows he's going home. He knows that Victoria's not going to choose him. She chose Johnny last time. Honestly, it was a couple of guys who went home and I was like, oh, yeah, you were there. Like, they just weren't, like, in my frame because it was just we had gone on from them, you know? So a couple of them, I was like, oh, yeah. But I'm getting ahead of myself because I really want to talk about the elimination. So before that, um, Kate comes back from her date with Hayden, who she had been on this date for with for like, I don't know, five million years. Right. Like it was like all day annoyed at Hayden, comes back, talks to Logan. This kind of annoyed me because she was like she came back to talk to Logan and she was basically trying to get it out of him that he didn't want her to go on the date. But then he was like. But why would you have me say all that and you're not saying how you feel? You know, like the whole time she's like, I don't know if Logan's into it. I don't know if Logan's into it. And she's like trying to like get him to say it. And eventually he does say it. But then she's like, he's like, but why would you have me say all that if you're still unsure? You know? So, yeah. And he's right. He's right. Because, I mean, it's raining when they get back, by the way. So, of course, the reason why they're gone all day is because so Hayden came in at night the previous night. And right. he b- brought the date card. And I guess they had to go really far for the zip lining date because that's the only reason why they would have brought him in the night before. Uh, it must mm. have been like some kind of trek mm. to get to that uh, place. You know I what? Think. That makes sense. That makes sense. So he had to have offered the card the night before so they could leave early because you don't see when they leave to go on this date. No. And, you know, Justin and Liza are all booed up during the day, as we remember from the previous episode. And mm. all the stuff is happening. Rodney is just sad sitting down there. Is mm-hmm. A lot of stuff is happening. Eliza's already torn. And the elimination hasn't even happened yet. Yeah. So Kate coming back and then, like, trying to force Logan to say he's into her. I didn't like that, actually. Yeah, I think I Kate is the villain. She is. And it's, like, it's so funny because she doesn't pretend like she's not. <laughs> 
she's consistent. She is consistently like, hmm, like, what can I do to just better my chances? <laughs> and be I, more toxic. Yeah. <laughs> every mm-hmm. time. Well, so, yeah. Hold on. Yeah. I found out that Kate works for the Oppenheimer Group, as in like Selling Sunset Oppenheimer Group. Really? Yep. Really? Yeah. She I, mean, doesn't, like, I mean, she's she's never on camera, obviously. Right. But she does but work for them. It tracks. Sounds like it tracks. <laughs> um, but yeah, then then like Kate and Logan had this whole like notebook thing. Right? With the yeah, the romantic rain. moment and the rain. No, the rain was real, actually. Was it? The rain it was real. It fake to me. No, the rain was actually real because it had been raining during the day, remember? Like, you didn't really see much of it. And at night, they were out. But the rain, because it rained the next night as well for the rose ceremony. So it did rain for both those days. I don't know. Just, I feel like know, the rain was a little at too night. perfect. <laughs> Maybe they helped it. Maybe they helped it a little bit. <laughs> no, what they call him Obiaman. They called their Obiaman to make the rain come down because they didn't do that for Andrew and Jesenia. They made them like stand in the shower and kiss and make out, remember, with all their clothes on. So I guess, you know, that was when, you know, during split week when they had their little moment and then they kissed. And so I get, according to Jesenia, Jesenia said it on her story. She was like, mm-hmm. it had been like drizzling and like, but it wasn't like full on raining. So they were hoping to get a, a shot of them like kissing mm-hmm. in the rain. And since it didn't actually end up raining that night, they made them do it in the shower. And that, that's how I know that the rain was real because they could have made Logan and Kate do this in the shower, just like they did to Andrew and Jesenia. <laughs> but because the rain actually came down, they were like, perfect. This is the perfect moment. Everyone is cheering. No, remember, Kate yeah. gets back from this date with Hayden, and Hayden mm-hmm. is standing there watch her make out with Logan yeah. in the rain, watching him pick her up note rooms, notebook right? style, watching everyone cheer for them mm-hmm. and their relationship. And he's just Very standing much. there. Yeah. <laughs> just standing there. He just has to stand there and watch. And then they have this super romantic moment. And then, of course, like after this, Kate's like, I'm 33. Can Logan support a family? No, not only that. Just like, my my sister in Christ, I am 33 years old. (laughs) It was like, like, you have said this way too many times. Like, did you practice? Yes. Yes. Just to make sure I got picked up on camera. Listen, and the fact they did that super cut of her saying it all those times. And she talked to every woman in their room about including Shanae, despite her and Shanae having that tension previously about Logan, I guess it doesn't matter anymore because Shanae went on that date with the twin and she liked him. Yeah. Her twin was Joey, I think. Oh, I think, yeah, I wrote them down. I wrote them down. Yeah. But her yes, when I Joey. think about it, yes, they, they were, yeah, she hated her guts for a second. And now they're fine. <laughs> yeah, very odd. Very odd. Yes. So the, the guys are playing. Kate's talking about my sister in Christ. I'm 33 years old. Yeah. Logan can't even afford a gym membership. Like, I have an Equinox membership. And she is just being absolutely ridiculous. Absolutely. All I can can think is that Logan watching this back now must be so hurt. Like, I I don't think much about this this man. I don't think much about the men on the show in general. But, like, can you imagine sitting there, like, watching her be like, well, obviously Hayden has money because, like, he spent $100,000 on his dog. And I'm like, no, that means he's in debt. Dummy, that means exactly. And talking about how you broke, like, and it, the thing is, like, he's twenty six. What twenty six year old has money? Like, 
come on. Like, oh, well, he has rental properties in Florida. I'm like, oh, look, another landlord. How great. Who's like living off of other people. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. So she had this moment where she was kind of like, hmm, love or money? Or, you know, like, you know, what do you call it? Concede money. Because we don't don't really know if Hayden has money, you know? Hayden is poor. He can act like he has money. We know Hayden is poor. In the States, it's very easy to get away with acting like you have money, so. (laughs) <laughs> why else would he be in paradise where they pay you per day Lo- Hayden is poor exactly Hayden is poor he spent 600 he spent 100k on his dog so mm. I don't know that's that's not smart rich people are smart and cheap that's all I know yeah but maybe he's nouveau rich maybe he's new money rich and he's he doesn't have like actual either way I'm pretty sure Hayden didn't spend all that money that his parents did his parents right. like I don't think Hayden himself has money. Maybe his parents have money. And mm. this, again, this is not a value judgment on the man because I don't care about this boring white man at all. I'm just saying I don't think he has any real money of his own. That dude is in debt. And Easy. whatever debt he don't have to the bank, he got in debt to his parents. So there Same. we go. Same. That's what I feel, too. I feel like everybody assumes any white man who throws around money actually has money. <laughs> that ain't the truth, girl. Um, but so, you know, Kate's walking around saying her ovaries are screaming. Um, that day it's a rose ceremony. The women have the roses. So people go and have their conversations or whatever. And this point fucking killed me because Rodney goes, Rodney and Eliza have a conversation. Rodney is being very just like so wonderful and mature and just saying, you know, saying all the things that you would want to hear from someone who wants to be with you long-term. Like, you know, I want you outside of this. I want to be with you outside of this. Like, you know, I'll be here for you. Like, I'll always be here for you. Like, things that are, like, consistently great things. And Eliza's kind of just like, okay. And then she goes and makes up with just Well. Like, damn. <laughs> I just love. Anyway, go ahead. Okay. Go ahead, Jet. You go no, ahead, Jet. think about you at Eliza's age. Would you not have yeah. done the same thing? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, exactly. Eliza's, Eliza's exactly. also a Taurus. Eliza's also a Taurus, by the way. <laughs> and she has not been through her Saturn return, obviously. But that like, makes so much sense. Wow, do I the roses align? So <laughs> do the roses align? Did say they're like she's an uninvolved Taurus, obviously. But Taurin women have to like you more than you like them, otherwise they don't want you anymore. <laughs> and Rodney was talking about future and marriage mm-hmm. and kids, and Eliza is like my sister in Christ. <laughs> 26 years old I just want to fuck like, exactly I was like this girl don't want to hear none of this it's like on, on one hand I can appreciate everything Rodney is saying like as an evolved Taurus I should say you know as a 31 year old I can appreciate a man saying the things that Rodney was saying but as a 26 year old I would be like I'm just here to have a good yeah. time. And Justin's would... promising a good time. So, mm-hmm. yep. Like Rodney's promising, like, if we have sex, this is good. He's going to propose to me, like, while he's inside me. Right. And Justin's like, I may not even call you. I don't know. Right, like... Exactly. Justin's <laughs> like, you might not be my top. I don't know. You may top three. <laughs> not even. Like, I mean, I guess it could be number 10. I don't know. Like, so, I mean, again, this is us. This We're not actually talking shit about people and their actual characteristics. We're just right, right, based right. on the how they're edited and the difference in personalities that we've seen from them. Mm-hmm. It's just mm-hmm. like, I mean, because Rodney's talking about future, marriage, kids, yeah. life outside mm-hmm. of this. And Justin mm-hmm. was just like, you know, I like you. I mean, like, yeah. I think you're cool. 
Um, talk some jokes like that. Yeah. And that I think that's her. the hurtful part is that she keeps on making out with Justin in front of Rodney. And like yes. when she's with Rodney, she makes an effort to be private away from Justin. And that mm. I thought was like highly disrespectful. And again, Elias is like, this is not what I signed up for. I didn't know I would feel like this. And I'm like, this is exactly what you signed up for. And yeah, also proves that she could never be the bachelorette. She could never hold a lead no. position in no. any franchise, actually. Because if this is so stressful for you, wanting to sleep with both men, like how what's gonna happen when it's 10 like <laughs> yeah what if you were in michelle's position you would have ba- you would have bowed out you would have just left because there's nothing you could have done like I, I i don't see her as being capable of handling that compared to mm-hmm. hannah b who was 24 the youngest bachelorette i believe and you know like how she handled her situations was very different than how Elias is handling hers yeah. and again this is not a criticism of eliza as a person this is a you didn't do your goddamn research. And most people who've come up in the recent seasons have not done their research on what Paradise is actually like, what the show is actually about. So if you've watched a season, like even if you watch only Nick Vial's season of The Bachelor and Rachel Lizzie's season of The Bachelorette and that season of Paradise right after that, just watch those three. That will tell you exactly what the show is supposed to be about or what it's mm-hmm. supposed to look like. And y'all coming in like, oh, my God, vacation in Mexico. I don't have to do anything but, like, lie in the sun, talk to my friends, and kiss boys. <laughs> this is Survivor in a romantic context. Okay? Exactly. You have to vote them off. That's exactly. how this works. Somebody, somebody has to hit the chopping block at some, po- at some point, you know? Somebody's going to not be there no more. Like, you can't take everybody with you to the finish line. Though, one day I would love to see a throuple come out of this. <laughs> it would be nice, but it I would think be the, nice. I think the closest opportunity we may have had to that was the season that Alex was on in Australia, um, because he was dating Brooke Blurton, who was the most recent Bachelorette for Australia, and she came out as bisexual on that season. Oh, oh. that's actually why she left. But I'm just like that probably was like their only opportunity, or you know, somebody that Aaron James both have feelings for. So. <laughs> Could you imagine a dating show with Aaron and James and they're like, let's find the third? We've already had a show similar to this. What was it called? Um, a double shot. Of, no, that's tequila. Tequila tequila. Yeah, it was tequila, the, tequila. That no, it's the one with um Jersey Shore. Vinny oh. and um Oh Polly. Pan Polly. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I forgot they had a show. <laughs> that's probably the closest we're gonna come to that. I'm just saying. Just saying. I just or a real chance at love that was the precursor to that, where the twin brothers were dating women. Oh that yes, was... real and chat. Yes, mm-hmm. I forgot about that. Did they even finish that season? I know. Whatever. They whatever. probably did, but you know, they never stay together. I I just say all this to say that there is no way that the show as it stands right now is an accurate representation of what Paradise is supposed to be about or is supposed yeah. to look like. Same thing with The Bachelor and Bachelorette. So. The newbies not doing their research, then being flabbergasted, like, why did it turn out like this? Um, I don't know. Maybe if you watched a single episode, you would have figured that out. <laughs> so that's where that is with Eliza. So and oh yeah, that was the other thing too. I really, I really, really hated that she just kept making out with Justin in front of Rodney. Like, I get you're between the two guys, but it was like consistently she was making out with one person. Like we didn't see really see her and Rodney kiss at all since she came back from her date with Justin right yeah we hadn't seen them kiss at all 
So at this point, I'm like, oh, shit. Think I know what's going to happen. I did not know what was going to happen. Yeah, I mean, because I, t- I told you my prediction was that she was going to leave and self-eliminate mm-hmm. during the rose ceremony. and not give out a rose at all. So both men would go home. That was my prediction. That's not what happened. But I was close. I was close. Like, to be honest, I yes. was just a-, a couple hours off. You so, were, yes, but it was in tandem, yes. <laughs> yeah. So what happens now is, like, we go to Aaron and Genevieve, and he's pretty much telling her, like, oh, yeah, something important to tell you. So she's freaking out. And he's, like, deliberately freaking her out. Like, he knows that she is, is anxious, and he's, like, deliberately making it seem as if he's going to tell her, like, he doesn't love her or something. But he was like, oh, yeah, you know, when I said I was falling in love with you, I was caught up in the moment. That's not what I meant. And she's like, what? And he says, I actually am in love with you. And I was like... I would shoot you. I saw that. (laughs) I must have missed that moment because I'm like, oh, that's what that, like, I saw them talking and then I was like, oh, that's what I want. Yeah. That's a whole production. (laughs) As an an anxious person, I would have shot you. Yeah. Like, exactly. I get it too. Did she say it back? So, so they, yeah, they're in love with each other. They went from falling to in love and like, yeah. Mm -hmm. Day. (laughs) Yeah. And, you know, Brandon and Serene were taking a nap, as usual. <laughs> yes, I saw that. You know, I like, just everybody else is pretty much set. Like, and then we saw Florence kissing Justin. That was her twin. So, we, again, we know Alex is going home based on this. And yeah. it looks like Jacob is going home. I forgot that he was even there, to be honest, because yeah. Shanae looked like she was having fun with Joey. So, yeah. Kate, in her infinite wisdom, now decides, well, Hayden's had to watch me make out with Logan. So... Maybe I should talk to him. And she decides to gift him a tennis ball for his dog. Wait, yeah. Kate? <clears throat> yeah. Kate gifted Hayden yeah. a tennis ball for Rambo. For his do- and then made him play fetch with it. Yes, she threw it and then Hayden had to chase oh, after yes. it. Oh, yes. I saw that. I saw the, the the part where she threw it and he was chasing after her. I didn't realize it was a gift. And I was like, what the fuck? Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, I think Danielle and Michael are having a cute little painting moment. She paints his face. I guess that was cute or something. I don't know. I thought it was face masks. To be honest, it looked like a charcoal face mask to me, but I guess they were painting. Uh, just, you know, everything just seems set. Yeah. Like, keep her chit-chatting, whatever. You know, Andrew and Jasenia are good. Almost everybody that we expect to be good is good. But we know when the rose ceremony comes, there's this tension. Who is Les going to send home, Justin or Rodney? Everybody, you know, is Kate going to lead with who she thinks has money? Or is she going to lead with her heart? Those are the only two. quote unquote heart, you know? But because it really, it could have gone a lot of different ways. If you really think Mm. about it, uh, like Alex knew he was going home fine, right? But Shanae and Jacob had a connection, like Mm. prior to this. So Mm. before the twins came down, they had a thing going on. So Mm -hmm. she could have gone back to Jacob or she could have Mm -hmm. stayed with her twin. Mm -hmm. You know, there was a little bit of, you know, ambiguity there. So rose ceremony comes, of course, the last two roses to be given out, I think, are Kate and Eliza. And, yeah, everybody else goes away again. Victoria and Johnny, they're fine. You know, Andrew and Jasenia, they're fine. Serene and Brandon, they're fine. Mm -hmm. Uh, Who else is there again? Michael Um, and Danielle. Genevieve and Aaron. Yeah. Um, we said Victoria and Johnny, Shanae yeah. and Joey, Kate and Lo- No, wait, well, never mind. I oh, know. Um, Florence and Justin. Yeah. Brittany they... and, Ta- and Brittany and Tyler. Brittany and Tyler. There we go. So now we're at the point where Kate's giving out her rose and she calls Logan's name. And then she's handing him the rose. She's like, Are you ready to step it up? And he's like, 
Huh? Because the man has no idea that she's been shit-talking him to the entire beach. Being like, he's a broke bitch. I don't want no broke nigga. Like, she, exactly. he has no idea. He is perplexed. Exactly. Like, uh, like, rightfully perplexed. Because he's just like, what the fuck? Like, I thought we was cool. I think she was like, um, I need you. Yeah, I need you to step it up. And he's kind of like, bitch, we had no conversation about this. What? Like, did you miss the whole romantic moment yesterday? <laughs> like, yeah. what's going on? Like, we just so, decided we like each other. <laughs> so it's a lot of stuff going on there. And so it's Eliza's turn. Eliza's been crying all night. I don't want to do this. Everybody is just kind of like, I hope she picks Rodney. And yeah, so Eliza chooses Rodney. And, mm-hmm. you know, Justin's like, remember, Justin's a Gemini. So Justin's like, mm-hmm. all right, fuck this. And so mm-hmm. Eliza, instead of basking in the, the glow with Rodney, decides to walk Justin out like mm-hmm. she's a fucking bachelorette. And mm-hmm. she's sobbing like, I'm sorry. And he's like, it's okay. And you can tell that Justin's just distanced himself from this mm-hmm. situation. Mm-hmm. He's been eliminated and he's like, Okay, it's the same way you saw his face with Kate. When mm-hmm. she eliminated him, it was just like, okay, I'm just gonna, this is it now. And so he has his little face on, and she's like crying like, I'm sorry. And he's like trying to comfort her, but also be like, stop being, let me, let me leave. Like, yeah. I'm just trying to go. <laughs> uh, so I just, Rodney, who knows how long they're actually gone, but everyone's like, where's Eliza? Where's Eliza? Where's Eliza? I feel like they were gone for a minute because they had a conversation. Yeah. Like, like, they had a conversation for a minute. Um, where Justin was trying to console her too, actually. Like mm-hmm. I can tell too, he had that mask on and then like like right before he left, he was like, All right, let me just console you a little like, Yeah. A little tiny bit. But yeah, she was in she was bawling, like I bawling the eyes. I, I, she um, cried more than Michelle cried when she sent yeah. home Rodney and Brandon. Those people like and I'm just like, this is a bad you just met. What is all this energy coming from? So right. I figure Maybe this is stress, right? Like, I mean, mm-hmm. you've hyped this up. There's a lot of anxiety. You're having an emotional, like, letdown right now. You need some aftercare. Mm-hmm. And I totally get that. But the person you should be getting aftercare from is the guy that you gave the rose to. Exactly. Exactly. So, Rodney's there by himself. Everyone's kissing and cuddling and cheersing champagne. And Rodney's just standing there alone, wondering where Eliza is. Mm-hmm. She eventually Pretty comes much. back in, still looking like she balled her makeup off, because she did. And, you know, Rodney is like, you know, I love you. He didn't say I love you, but he's like, I'm never going to let you go. Like, it's just us now. Like, there's never going to be anything else. Yeah. Yeah. He, like, squeezes her tightly and he's like, you're you're with me now. You're with me now. I got you. And meanwhile, she's kind of looking off in the distance like, fuck. Like, and I'm like, yeah. What is going on here? You know, she, like, this whole time mm-hmm. they're playing this like happy da 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 music. It's like, it's, it, but it makes me suspicious. Anytime there's like a super cut of people being happy with like the tense music, it's like, mm, what's going to happen here? <laughs> yeah, nothing good is happening here. And no. I think part of the problem with this is the fact that Elisa could have just self eliminated and it would have mm. been fine. I mean, it would have been devastating to everyone for Rodney to go home, but for her to be like, I can't choose, I can't do this, and just left, that would have been much better than making this decision the way she did and then behaving the way she did afterwards, mm. I, I will say. Because it's obvious, and let me backtrack a bit, right? Eliza blamed Rodney for not saying he didn't want her to go on a date for why she went on a date. But that's right. not the problem. The problem is you wanted to go on the date. Mm-hmm. And then you wanted yeah. to blame him for mm-hmm. not letting you go. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. So 
the issue is not that Rodney didn't tell you what to do. The issue is that you wanted to go on the date anyway. Because mm-hmm. guess what? When people come down the steps, Brendan and Serena aren't going on dates. <laughs> Michael and Danielle aren't going on dates. So why is it now Rodney's decision, quote unquote, mm-hmm. for what you need to be doing if you're not interested? And we talk mm-hmm. about things changing in paradise very quickly. They do change because you want it to change. It's mm-hmm. not a, you know, because like you don't have to go on these dates. And like we see with Teddy, where the rumor is that she wanted to go on a date with Rodney and they wouldn't let her. So she left. It's similar, right? If you didn't want to go on the date, you wouldn't have gone. And you right. would have just been like, I, you would have had the same conversation Teddy had with Andrew and you would have left. Right, right, right. But that's not what you wanted. So I just just want to be like, Eliza keeps passing the buck of responsibility to everyone else. When it's your choices, your actions, you wanted this. Because guess what? You could have been reserved on the date. Like Victoria and Alex had a great date, but they didn't kiss. You chose to kiss Justin. You chose to engage in this behavior with him. So playing the victim now is a mistake. I get get what you're saying. And I won't say she's playing the victim. For me, I feel like it's more like, Actually, you're right. You're right. I feel like she probably didn't like Rodney. Like, I think Rodney to her is just like the nice guy that, you know, your parents would want you to settle down with. So you go on this beach. You're having a great time. You're on free vacation. You get in page. You meet this guy who's really cool, who you could see taken home to your family. And it's like, okay, you know what? Like, you know, this could work. And I feel like she kind of wanted that out to be like, hold on. But like, let me go see if it's okay for me to go look at other people, which is why I do feel like she was telling Rodney, like, oh, you shouldn't have told me to go. But I think she said that so that, I don't know, I lost my train of thought. But <laughs> I think she said that so she could have the, the out to be like, okay, um, I can still go and explore other people. It's like, it's like what you said, like things happen in paradise um, because they should happen, you know, or because, you know, there's, there's this, agreements you know with people going with things happening in paradise so but for so for me it's like I think she went on a date with Justin and I think she didn't expect to like him as much as she did like that's what I think I think like Rodney was like you know the 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 boy next door the the um boyfriend her parents would want her to have and Justin's like the bad decisions we'll have fun for a couple of years you know ride this thing out and then maybe we'll settle down after. And I feel like that's years the is a lot. issue. Then. Years, years is a lot. I mean, like a year or two, you know. I don't think so. I don't. <laughs> no, I, a couple I of months. don't think. Yeah. Because <laughs> she, feels com- she feels comfortable and safe with Rodney, but she doesn't feel excitement. And yeah, I think that's exactly. the thing. So exactly. once the idea of someone who is more, quote unquote, the bad boy exciting came up, like that was it for her. So the next day, I mean, I think we talk about everything else before we get to that point. because That's kind of how they did it. We see Brittany talking to, is it like Shanae or Kate? Somebody about the guys and who they think smells bad. And Brittany says, Alex smells bad. He smells sweaty. Oh, yeah, and I was I just like, I, you mean in the hundred degree heat when he works out, he smells sweaty? So that's bad to you? I was having this conversation in the Black Roses room where it knows like pheromones, obviously. Like, I guess for her, his pheromones don't align with her and that's totally fine. But I'm just like, it's obvious Alex showers, bro. Like, he showers. (laughs) So 
I don't know. Because then when she's like, oh, what does Tyler smell like? And they call Tyler so she can smell him. And he's like, are you smelling me? <laughs> and they're like, yeah, they're both smelling this man. Like, oh, he smells like man. I'm like, yuck. Okay. What does man smell like? It smells like somebody you want to fuck, I guess. Just yuck. In my opinion. This is weird. It's a weird... Co- why, are we, why are we licking armpits? Why are we, you know, like, brushing each other's teeth? Why are we smelling yeah. people like this? Why are we having fetish content on the beach when people at home didn't consent to this? Okay? Like, I'm, I don't want to see this. But also, it was in this moment. I was like, oh, yeah, Alex left. Like, I was like, oh, yeah, other people left. Like, in my mind, it was like Justin left, and that was it. I completely forgot they also said bye. To Alex, Jacob, and uh, Hayden, broke boy, and Hayden, broke, <laughs> broke rich boy. Um, so yeah, those so those four guys plus Justin, those four guys left the beach. Um, yeah, at that point I was like, damn, we didn't see no proper goodbye for real. My poor nope. Alex, man. And then oh, well, ma- mom is. and dad get a date card next, you know, Danielle and Michael they get a date yeah. card. They're going to Sayulito. That's the name of town. I think Sayulito. Sayulito. I don't pay attention to the states. I'm not even gonna lie. To I mean, me. I don't. Ca- I don't care about it as much. I think it's just like them getting out. Uh, you know, Wells kind of following them around on the date, giving them yeah, different things. I saw and then, Wells was on the date. Yeah, I was like, yeah. And then he sits with, with them. Yeah, he sits with them for a bit and they talk. And you know, of course, everyone knows the backstory. Wells and Danielle are friends. Wells was actually on, I think, JoJo season. Was it JoJo season? He was on the same season as Derek. Yeah, so he was on JoJo season. Mm-hmm. And um, he's actually one of the ones who was like, hey, Daniel, you could go like on The Bachelorette. It'd be cool. So she went on Nick Vial season. That season, mm-hmm. like Paradise, right after that, that's when Wells was just doing the bartender thing. So Jorge was still the bartender. Mm-hmm. And Wells was like bartender in training. And so mm-hmm. she was on the beach. It wasn't really, you know, she wasn't really finding any connections. And she thought she had a thing with Wells. Because, you know, they spent a lot of time talking, whatever. So she self-eliminates and kisses Wells on the way out. Mm-hmm. And then after that, when we find out Wells and Sarah Highland are dating. So he's referencing, you know, Sarah Highland and their relationship. And Danielle's talking about the first time he showed her photos of Sarah and how he was glowing and happy and all that stuff. Because remember, this is pre him and Sarah's wedding. So he was like, oh, maybe I'll see you at the wedding to her and Michael. And he's like, he's like, well, I'll see you. You're already invited to Danielle. But, you know, maybe Michael will be invited to the wedding. And, you know, this is not a spoiler, but, you know, they got married a couple of months ago and Michael was at the wedding. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so there's that. And it, the, if the implication was heavily like, if you're still together, you can come to the right. wedding. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, 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 I got him saying that, too. But also, I just feel like. I don't know. I just feel like these two have been together for a lot longer than they're trying to let us know, you know, like. I don't know. I feel like it was kind of like they had Wells's blessing in a sense. Like they had been in a thing and Wells knew about it. I don't know. Maybe I'm reading too much into it. Yeah. But a lot of people feel the way that you feel. Yeah. Uh, They firmly denied that they were actually in a relationship. But remember, Wells did tell Danielle to come and bring and welcome her to paradise for Michael. Mm -hmm. And the reason why they brought her down then, which, you know, we talked about before, is that he was going to go home otherwise. And they wanted him and her to be together. Like, so again, they know each other. They had this connection yeah. previously. Fine. But I, I don't think that there was anything happening before. And that's a me thing. <laughs> I don't think they were actually in a relationship. It, it's not Piper and Brendan. <laughs> that, that's how I say it. It's not Piper and Brendan. But it's also obvious that they had talked before. Like how it's obvious yeah. that Brendan and Serene talked before. 
Yeah. It's like that. You know what I mean? So it's like that, where it's like, even if they weren't together, they'd had conversations. They'd shared some intimate moments. Yeah. So I definitely feel like they probably way. had been in an online relationship for a little bit, you know? Maybe not like relationship, 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 but like, we've been talking. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but I'm, like Daniel says, that they met in online in 2020 when Katie's season was airing. So, because she reached out to him because he was a widower and she is, you know, a widow even though she was never married to the guy that was her fiancé, you know? Mm. So that is why she talked to the man. So they do have a previous relationship. I just don't think it was necessarily exactly romantic until mm. recently. Because that that's, mm. you know how it is where it's like, you know, friendship on fire, where, you know, well, you're friends with someone, you share a lot of things with someone, and then you see them in a different way. And see them in a different way, meaning you're engaging with them differently. Because there's an intimacy there that lends to comfort, that lends to like, oh, wow, I can, you know, be more open with you and you're attractive already. And we all know men are not friends with people that they don't find attractive. So there's that. So even though women will be friends with people they don't find attractive, men will do that. So (laughs) I just don't think think it was the goal. I, I guess I'll say it that way. I think, do I think they would have ended up together in the real world outside of this? Possibly. But I think it would have taken like another year or two. I don't think it would have happened anytime soon. That's I how feel I like do if, it. I feel like if it could, it would. You know? I don't know. They I feel also, like Paradise is like a rite of passage if you want to be together yeah. in the bachelor sphere. <laughs> yeah. And then also, like, uh, you know, they live in different states. He's in Ohio. She's in, ten- she's in Tennessee. Yeah. So yeah. that's why I think it's like there was like, a, it's like we're attracted to each other, but we're never actually going to do anything about it because distance is a thing. And now that they're in paradise and they're actually seeing, oh, physically, we actually do like each other the same way. Now, this could actually be a thing mm-hmm. in real life. Because then it's like, imagine you go to Ohio to meet some dude and then he's like lame. Like, no, but like real talk. Think yeah. about that. You're living your, you're living your nice, fancy life, right? And this dude is there. And you're like, okay, well, it's a great conversation online. People who get flued out like to meet strangers generally, right? It's one thing if you know them in real life or like you've met them before and then you but you fly out to be the stranger is like a 50 yeah. 50 shot, especially yeah, in definitely, Ohio, definitely. in Ohio. I'm not I'm I have never done it before, but I know like it's happened and people have been like, oh, shit, that shouldn't have happened. <laughs> yeah. So I, I think this was like a safe ground to actually see. It is. Is this it a, is thing? a safe ground? It is a safe ground. They just I just feel like they have been talking they had been romantic for like a minute now um but yeah i could be wrong <laughs> but yeah they have their date yeah, no one cares about them anymore date, yeah I, I really i honestly i don't know what they did on a date i know wells talked to them didn't pay attention anyway go back <laughs> to the beach and um first of all we see this really nice moment between rodney uh andrew and brandon where and it's like, it's so inconspicuous to like other people because you're just thinking like, oh, you know, it's just three guys on a beach. But for me, I'm watching this and I'm like, hold up. It's three black men talking on a beach, chilling, having a good time. And there is no, like usually when you see a group of people of color on shows like this, there's usually always at least one white person kind of giving the seal of approval, like white person present. It's okay for these people of color to be here. So... <laughs> For me, it just meant a lot to see this group of black men talking to each other with no like watchdog or anything or no 
like and it was so just like loving and supportive and just so wonderful and I was I just had a moment where I was like oh, we would have never been here five years ago like we this nope this wouldn't have been a thing and I love it it was great I, I do I did like that moment quite a bit and then of course we find out I mean you would think that Brandon is Rodney's best friend on the breach but it's actually Andrew funny story and really? Andrew is yeah because I mean they said that I remember like what what we haven't got to that point yet, but yes. Um, so Andrew's actually Rodney's best friend on the beach. And that's why Andrew was so torn with the whole Eliza, Justin, Rodney mm-hmm. thing. Because Justin is also his friend. Right. Like Brandon doesn't give a fuck about Justin. Brandon's like, <laughs> Rodney's my guy. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So Andrew is the one who is like torn, like in the middle, so to speak, between the two of them. So he's sad Justin went home, but he does think that Rodney's a better fit for Eliza. Which, you know, it's tough to say when you're friends with both of the men involved. So Yeah. Actually, oh, yeah. Yeah. They have this really, you know, Rodney's on cloud nine, super happy to be there. Mm -hmm. Like, everyone's so happy to see Rodney. It's all love. It's all fantastic. Eliza's nowhere to be found. Mm Mm-hmm. Where is Eliza? Eliza's in bed, laid up, crying, bawling, like, unable to get up. And I'm like, oh, my gosh. Like, it was that serious? Like, at this point, I'm like, wait, 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 wait. It was that serious. Like, it was that serious where you, like, can't get out of bed because the decision was too great. Nah. It was like, ah. So, but the men are just out there talking, like, oblivious to her. Everybody else is kind of just around. People, Some people are like, where's Eliza? Where's Eliza? She's still up there regretting. Kind of like, not regretting, but, like, mulling over her decision, basically. And, yeah, apparently she couldn't hold up. She sent Justin but, home and just going home. Well, regretting, right? Because yes. it, if we go back to Eliza's entrance to the, to the Justin arriving, where she was like, "Ooh, I love two men fighting over me. You know, it feels like whatever, whatever, right?" So if we're going back to that moment, to then seeing this, you're just kind of like, "I thought this is what you wanted." Yeah, <laughs> I thought this was like. <laughs> and again, I'm not judging her harshly for this. I am just saying that if you'd done the research, then you wouldn't mm-hmm. be in this position. I'm just, I'm just saying, I'm just saying. So she's up there bawling her eyes out. Rodney's like, where's Eliza? Because of course, he, he, I don't think the guys can go inside the girls' rooms for some reason. It seems like they're very much like keeping them separate. Yeah. It's like, oh, should. where is she? And the girls are just like, oh, well, she was still upstairs kind of thing. And then we see her eventually come down, shorts, shirt, or well, bodysuit, and sneakers. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, this bitch is leaving, leaving. <laughs> like, you see the shoes on her feet. You knew she was leaving. I know. At first, I was like, why is she not in beachwear? And then I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> she about to bounce. <laughs> so she goes and she tells Rodney, and it's the most heartbreaking conversation. Like, she tells Rodney, you know, she's been um, basically regretting her decision. But what it comes down to is, like, she felt like if she chose one, you know, there sh- there should at least be relief that the other is there, but that's not, that wasn't the case, you know, and she feels like Justin was a better match. And I tell y'all, Rodney's face, oh my gosh, he Listen. was just, mm. can tell he was gutted, like. Because he was, she's there crying and he's comforting her, like, what's going on? Like, talk to me, like, are you okay? And then she blames him for it. Like, that's the worst part for me is where she's blaming. Again, as I said, she's not taking accountability for her own actions. Mm-hmm. She's like, well, I 
you know, felt influenced by everyone to go against what I wanted and choose you kind of thing. Like, she was pretty much like, oh, you know, yeah, I didn't really want to do this. But like, right. because you didn't, you know, like show up when Justin came, then I did this. And so I care more about him than I care about you. And the only reason I chose you is because I felt like everybody else wanted me to. And I didn't actually want you. Like, that's basically what she was saying. And yeah. Rodney just you can just see him become more and more withdrawn. Yeah. Because even when Michelle broke up with Rodney, it was a very different dynamic. She was just like, I love you, I think you're great, but I don't think that we are a great match. And we all disagreed, Michelle. We all disagreed. But you know, mm-hmm. we we let you have it. We let right. you have it. We, <laughs> but we let you have it. So all of this is happening, all of this is going on, and Rodney is just sitting there like and you can see him comforting her less, which I think is like the true testament to like how because remember Rodney is an Aries. So <laughs> he is like Oh, he's an Aries. Oh, he's sense. comforting her less. And so she's still like crying her eyes out, like, I didn't want you. I want Justin. And I'm sad yeah. he's not here and that I'm stuck with you instead, kind of thing. So then I think Rodney asks her, So you're gonna go to be with him I'm like no yeah i think he says it's him and she was like yeah like so you're gonna go and be with him and she's like yeah and he's mm-hmm. like okay uh you know like i wish you the best my g mm-hmm. kind of thing and <laughs> yes. but he is he is gutted so at the same time yes, every, at the same time everyone is upstairs and mm-hmm. so when she pulls him they're like oh this doesn't look good like we're nervous andrew go look they're like, why should I go look? Well, you're his best friend. Like, you should go look. He's like, so you could traumatize me and not each other? So he looks. So he's looking from up top. And then he just mm. like, so this gives a thumbs up or a thumbs down. He does a he thumbs down. Gives a thumbs. Yeah. Not even no space to think about it. Just immediately. Whoop. And they can't hear anything that's being said. So they don't know what she's saying. But yeah. So thumbs down. It's obviously really bad. Everyone is immediately upset. Like, oh shit. Like, what's going on? Mm-hmm. and so Eliza leaves well I mean technically Rodney walks off and leaves her there crying yeah, on the bed because he, he's he I mean he doesn't need to be there for that like exactly. you want me to sit with you covered you crying over some other nigga no nah. like yeah he walks off and he's just immediately like yep I'm out and at first he was like he was telling people at first he was just telling people yeah Eliza Eliza's leaving or something or Eliza's going to get Justin and, uh, and at first I'm like oh wait but so is he leaving or is he staying but then i realized he meant eliza's gone i'm out too you know like it was basically like if eliza's not here i'm out so eliza's gone see y'all like so he just started saying bye to everyone and i thought it was really sad and so shocking it was like can you imagine going from like oh yeah rodney's safe love rodney rodney's here to like fuck rodney's leaving yeah you know it was just very hard to watch because like he was like he was trying to be, you know, happy go lucky, whatever, just be like, oh hey, you know, y'all, I'm leaving. He's a Sagittarius moon, by the way. <laughs> um, so trying to be like, hey, y'all, I'm leaving, like whatever, like very like still upbeat and positive, you know, Eliza and I talked and she realized that, you know, I'm not the one for her. She really wants to be with Justin. So I'm just gonna mm-hmm. head out. Great to see you. And I think it's like when one of the guys like touches him, like, bro, like, are you okay? And he just starts crying. Yeah. And everybody's like, Oh my god, we've never seen Rodney cry. And then it's like a circle of men comforting their friend, like, as he cries. And he's like, I'm embarrassed. And I I think for me, that was, like, the most hurtful part where he was like, I feel embarrassed. Because he was happy. He was good. He thought it was him and her. 
only to kind of be blindsided like this. Because for him, this exactly. is a blindside, right? Yeah, so exactly. He's, like he's, he he's I feel embarrassed. Mm-hmm. And everybody's like, you don't need to feel embarrassed. Like, I mean, when I say everybody is crying, Brandon is, Brandon is inconsolable at this point. Like, he is bullhu sabek. Like, he mm-hmm. is done. And everybody is crying. And then, you know, Rodney leaves. And, and it's like a very... Balling. Like, yeah, Andrew's bound yeah. too. Like, that was his boy. Definitely, all the people who were close to Rodney, like, you can tell, they were they were feeling it for real, for real. Like, it wasn't yeah. a fake tears. And, mm. like, some people are crying because they're around people who are crying, you know? Yeah. And so, like, I think they see a part where Genevieve says to Aaron, like, I'm going to go and check on Eliza. And he's like, yeah, go ahead. So, like, a couple girls go. So, Kate goes, Genevieve goes, and I forget who the other girl is, goes. And it's like, yeah, I'm going to check on Eliza. And it's just, you know, like she's in bed sobbing. So all the girls now start crying because she's crying. And it's just like, you know, yeah. she's like, I didn't think it'd be this hard or whatever. And I'm like, again, what did you expect? <laughs> what did you expect? And I know Genevieve on the inside is like, you dumb bitch. Justin is fucking terrible. <laughs> like, why would you choose him over Rodney? I know. <laughs> I know. I was waiting for Genevieve to like warn her against Justin. Like I was waiting for Genevieve to make it about her. Thankfully, she didn't. Or if they did, or if she did, she cut. They cut it out, which is great. Yeah. <laughs> the other thing I will say is that in the ITMs before the rose ceremony, where everybody was kind of like being asked, like, "Oh, who do you think Eliza should pick?" Mm-hmm. Even Andrew, who is friends with both of them, was just like, "I think Rodney is the better match for her." So for him, this is like doubly painful. Not yeah. only did my other friend get eliminated, now she done. She, what is this game? <laughs> what is this game? Distressed, distraught out there. Yeah, which I get it. But honestly, I do feel like I do feel like she was influenced by other people, too, because like even in people in other people's ITMs, they would kept saying like, oh, she should choose Rodney. She should choose Rodney. Like, I know Victoria F for sure in hers was like, don't fuck it up, Eliza. Like, pick Rodney. Like, you know, she was saying how she was trying to tell her, like, pick Rodney. They even had a moment where she was like, oh, choose the guy who would you who you would love to start a family with. You do want a family, right? Like, it was like this. I feel like there was this slight, not manipulation, but there was just like this movement of like, yeah, yeah. like Eliza, peer of course, pressure. choose Rodney. Like, yeah, peer pressure, peer pressure. That's what I meant to say. This like subtle peer pressure of like, yeah, choose Rodney. Like, we all love Rodney. Rodney's great, right? Choose him. Rodney's great, right? And so I do feel like for her, there was a little bit of like, okay, like, you know, everybody wants me to choose Rodney. He's a great guy. Let me choose him. Um, and so I feel like that's why she regret, regrets it so much because it wasn't like, it wasn't her decision. I mean, it was her decision. It was her decision. That was stupid to say. I mean, it was her decision, <laughs> but she ultimately, I feel like her, she felt pressured to make a choice, you know? Yeah. I understand that. Yeah. But again, it's a rose ceremony. You had to make a choice and yeah. all choices were going to be the wrong choice. Everyone, because I mean, for her, I think it's also like people won't like me if I don't choose Rodney kind of thing. Yeah. Right. Yeah, and know. someone people mentioned that where it's kind of like she doesn't seem to have any strong connections with the women or anyone on the beach and that people seem to only like her because of Rodney. But I think it's also because people don't know her that well. Like she's mm-hmm. very quiet. She doesn't seem to talk a lot. Like yeah. it's like with Alex, people don't know Alex that well. Like Florence mm-hmm. knows him because they've done a paradise together before. But for the most part, you don't know this man. He's just sitting there keeping to himself or he's working out or he's talking to a couple of dudes. But he's not publicly out there. He's not mm-hmm. the life of the party, quote unquote, the Ray Rodney is. So it was a tough decision. And I don't I don't 
blame her. And I will say yeah, that I don't no, blame neither. her. She doesn't deserve any hate. She she did what she felt she had to do. I mm-hmm. think it just becomes disingenuous when you're now trying to be like, well, I thought I had to do this because everyone else. And so it's everyone else's fault and not my fault for not standing firm in my own convictions. And because no one held a gun to her head. Even when right, Victoria was talking right, right, right. to her, Victoria was just kind of like, I felt as if the conversations they were having were based on things she said she wanted. It wasn't right. like, a, oh, well, you know, like we're just deciding you want a marriage and kids. But if mm-hmm. you're telling us you want to come out of here engaged or you want to come out of here in a relationship, then none of us are going to try to steer you towards the person that we don't think is going to give that to you. Exactly. Exactly. So I feel like it just started. It probably had to start with her being honest with herself. And I definitely don't think she was honest with herself going on the show or she was honest with herself and knew exactly what she wanted, but didn't realize it was going to go down like that. So, yeah. So, I uh, mean, it, it, it ends very sadly. Rodney leaves, whatever she leaves, but she's going to get Justin. So, of course, we get the special supercut of like her in the airport, hair slayed and laid, flying to Baltimore to surprise Justin at his front door. And I'm just like, this is a terrible idea. Justin is not the kind of guy you can go back to. And <laughs> I say this to say, I I don't know a single Gemini person who, if they're not the first choice, like look at Genevieve, for example, right? Genevieve didn't think she was Justin's first choice. So she was like, fuck him. I hate him. He's terrible. <laughs> She's Aaron's, Aaron's, I'm Aaron's first choice, so it's me and Aaron. I'm like, why are you reading my Venus right now? My Venus is in Gemini. So I'm like, you are reading the fuck out of me. But you know the truth, right? If you don't feel as if you're the first choice, you're never going to go back to that. It's never going to happen. It's like, or it's like, or at least for me, it's like, there's a challenge to get to first. And if I drop from there, then I'm out. Like, (laughs) yeah. So there's no more reason to be there. (laughs) So for Justin, I mean, we've seen how he it was easy for him to move on from Genevieve. Right. It was pretty easy. Exactly. Exactly. I mean, it it didn't work out, but it was easy enough. So I don't understand why. Well, I do understand. Unless I doesn't know him that well. Number one. (laughs) And then number two, it's a producer manipulation. So. She goes to Baltimore. Everybody who is from Baltimore is kind of like, oh, yeah, I know exactly what street that is. I know exactly where that house is. Okay. So creepy, creepy. Yeah. And, and, you know, she knocks on the door. Justin answers like. Which was, first of all, can we talk about how weird this apartment building is? Because you just, the the door is literally on the sidewalk. Like, there's no, like, it's 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 a row house. No, it's it's a row house. In Baltimore, they're like that. So, So parts of, you know. That it's on like an incline like this mm-hmm. in certain parts of the city. So if you're like on one of these parts, there's no steps up to the thing because you're just there. Uh, oh, so it's on yeah. like an incline. Yeah. It parts of the place are on an no need for a step up because you were on the highest point that it right. can be on, if that makes uh, sense. Okay, okay, that makes yeah. sense. Ish. It was yeah. just so weird to me. Anyway, continue. So she knocks on his door <laughs> and Justin answers and it's so staged honestly in my opinion like his face is just that signature Justin oh my god but it's like fake <laughs> in yeah, my it's opinion. obviously it's fake it's obviously it's very fake. fake um but he, whether whether he like loves seeing her there or doesn't like you can't really tell you can tell like half of him is like oh and half of him is like what the fuck are you here for like you know like 
you can tell half of him is like, but this is over, though. So, so what, what are you doing here? You want a, a glass of what? What? Yeah. <laughs> are you just in town with the cameras? Like, this is weird. Yeah. <laughs> Did you forget to tell me something? Like, you can tell for him. At least I can tell for him. Like, it's over. I would uh-huh. genuinely be surprised if he was like, okay, yeah, let's like, let's do something. You know, I would genuinely be surprised. But we'll find out next week, I guess. But I loved this segment because we never follow black people off the beach. Like, it's fair. <laughs> yeah, we don't because usually there's no need to. Yeah. Just, just say. But to be honest, this is not something we've done like in previous seasons either. Yes, they have. I feel like they have like occasionally. No, not not followed them off like this. To not... like off the beach to someone. Yeah, like in the hotel. Yes. <laughs> like, you know. Things like that, but like not off the beach, like getting on a plane, flying somewhere to someone else. Because like even even when um, Dean came back for Kaylin, they brought him back to the beach. Yes, they, I remember they brought him back. Because he had flown, he had gone and then flew back because mm-hmm. he wanted to be with her. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. we don't usually see this kind of off the beach thing. Mm-hmm. And also the reason why I wouldn't see the black people is because there's never been black people on the beach like this. Yeah, they don't have them there. Not, not in no love triangle or going after each other. Anyway, yeah, I never really see black people going after each other on this show. So I was like, oh, I, hell yeah, like I'm in it. <laughs> I am in this. I need to see this. So we find out. So that's pretty much how the episode ends. We find out what happens um, next week. But, you know, for an episode where kind of not much happened, like a lot happened <laughs> or there was a lot we needed to talk about. It was a lot to think about, a lot to talk about. I think just because of all the different parts at play. Yeah. Where, you know, different perspectives, whatever. Like I said, Eliza doesn't deserve any hate. I know she's getting some Mm -hmm. hate right now. She doesn't deserve any of that. Like, that's not a thing. Just because Rodney's your light-skinned fave doesn't mean that Eliza deserves to be hated. Exactly, exactly. So, you know, that's why I tried not to say anything bad about Black women because people just take that and run with it. (laughs) I am living for Eliza's story. Black women get to be messy. <laughs> yeah. That you is know, my hot take. Yeah, no, because they use the cynics to be racist and misogynist, and we're not here for that. So you're not going to do that. But I will say that they gave Rodney the Bachelor edit they gave to Nick Vial. Well, mm-hmm. not Nick, because Nick got to on his own terms. But to Colton, all this shit. And guess who's the fucking Bachelor? Not goddamn Rodney. Right. And that, that's the weirdest part of all. Because he definitely got the Bachelor edit. And we have this bland toast, like, sliced bread as Bachelor at it. As the Bachelor, sorry. Sorry, y'all, I'm a little high. And we have this... <laughs> we have this bland slice of white bread as the Bachelor. Like, and I just don't understand because Rodney's fucking great. Like, Rodney... So I really want them to be like, okay, after this, we're having another Bachelor. And it's Rodney. Like, please, please, y'all. Please, 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 Listen, please, please, please. If they did that, so many people would apply. So many women would apply. Like, so I'm many. I'm sure. I'm sure. So many. Rodney's a fucking it's, gem. And of course, but I got to say, though, the petty comments of people are like, you know who never did that to Rodney? Loose. Yeah. <laughs> I love I, I love the pro lace commentary that comes from this just because they're just like, you know, lace really did get the short end of the stick, like for real, y'all. She did. Rodney was really only on the beach for Eliza and Teddy. And those were yeah. like his top two at all times. Yeah. Eliza's always been his number one. Mm-hmm. And Justin has never mentioned Eliza at all and people he wanted to see at the beach, like not ever. So I'm so perplexed about him coming back for her. I think it's fake, but I digress. It's not my fault. I don't, I don't know. 
Yeah, I, we we should run over our hot takes real quick about all three in this love triangle. Rodney, Eliza, and Justin. Just so people are clear on where we stand and what they need to know. <laughs> okay, I'll let you go first. You get your hot takes out first. Okay, Rodney, um, man, that he was just burned in love. That's all I can say. Like, you know, I feel like they, I feel like people reassured him, like, yes, Eliza will choose you. You'll be here. Eliza's gonna, you know, be here for you. Like, just make it through this elimination and it's smooth sailing. And then he got blindsided. So I feel sorry for Rodney at the end of the day. Eliza, honestly, I cannot hate Eliza because she's young and she just really wanted to explore. And I feel like, she went on to the beach saying the things that people wanted her to say, which is she's here to find forever love or she wants to leave engaged or she wants to da 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 da. And I feel like she is someone who is easily influenced, I guess, which is why I feel like she made the choice that she made and then was like, fuck, <laughs> uh, I need to stop being influenced by people, which is so I'm happy she's having this moment because it's like a, a lesson, you know, she's learning like. Don't just listen to people. Do your own shit. So I hope, I hope she's learned that lesson. And then Justin, I feel like Justin was just doing anything he could to get to get in the game. I know I think Justin knows he's cute and he's charming. And I think he had a real like he thought he had a real shot with Eliza. And I feel like it was kind of just a game for him. And now he's just going to move on to real life. But I can't hate him for any of that. Because <laughs> I Lord. respect it. Lord, that's that's your that's your Venus talking to you. Relax, relax. So anyway, your turn, Jen. I'll go this way. Um, I'll start from Justin. Yes, Justin was just doing this to get extra screen time. I don't think he genuinely had an interest in Eliza at all, to be honest. And I think that he thought it would have been easier for him because he views himself as more attractive than Rodney. So he thinks I'm hotter than Rodney physically. And so this is going to work out for me in my favor. Uh, because Rodney makes these self-depreciating digs about himself all the time. Like, oh yeah, I'm like, I got a big person on me to be the hottest guy in the room, whatever, whatever. And this is also very clearly catered towards the male gaze because women find Rodney infinitely more attractive than they find Justin attractive because we can just tell there's something off there. Just putting that out there in the universe, right? Like the majority of women, like, yes, Justin is pretty, but we know that there's something we not can, right there. Yeah, we know. We can tell. <laughs> we can tell. So there's that. Uh, second thing is, yes, Eliza is young. I think she is easily influenced. And I think, yeah, she wasn't honest with herself. And because she didn't do enough research on the process, she thought that she could finagle it. And she couldn't because when you have no backbone and no sense of self, this is what happens. Uh, so there's that. Um, okay, Jen. <laughs> and again, this is not me hating on her. This is just obvious based on how she's been on the beach. Like, she's just like, well, I wanted you to fight for me. But why didn't you want to fight for the relationship? Because you didn't want it. <laughs> like, why, yeah. why aren't you being honest about your own shit? You're not there. And that's fine. You can be messy. You can make your mistakes. These white bitches have been doing it for God fucking knows how long. Like, look at goddamn Corinne on Dig Vial season, okay? She was just being messy and making mistakes the whole time. They fucking brought, like, Shanae back for this huge-ass redemption arc. You were allowed to be however you got to be. I support women's wrongs, especially Black women's wrongs and their <laughs> rights. I just got to say that the reason why you're doing this is because you don't have the fortitude for this kind of show. And that's why T Teddy left because she was like, I'm not going to be manipulated like this. I'm good. And Eliza doesn't have the strength to do what Teddy did in that mm -hmm. moment. Mm -hmm. So that's what it is. 
that that's the lack of backbone I'm talking about. Like you can't stand up to production. You can't advocate for yourself. So where are we? With regret. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then right. with Rodney, I do feel bad for him. Um, but we could see she didn't want you, bro. <laughs> like, and this is this is the real hot stake of the situation, right? Mm-hmm. Like, since she went on that date with Justin, it was obvious that she was thinking not as much about you. I don't know what happened off camera. I don't know what we didn't get to see. And but based on what we were shown, I could tell she didn't want you. And it kind of felt like you were being overwhelming with your love to try to prove that, hey, I'm worthy of this thing with you and I want this with you because you have such strong feelings. You have such a strong connection. But if she's pulling away, let her, bro. (laughs) Let her. That's what I'm saying. It's like from the minute you hear a woman say, oh, like you shouldn't have let me do this or why did you let me do this? I feel like that's your signal to be like, all right, all right, all right. Like you, you are not on the same level. Like, uh, let me yeah. just. Yeah. And I think that he thought that because she seems super sweet, she seems super cool. You know, he's aware of her in these different ways that made her a good match for him. Because it's not just about the aesthetics of her. Because pretty privilege is a thing, right? Les is fucking gorgeous. It's a goddamn doll. But it's also just like. Sir. I think that Rodney's nice. You know, we've spoken to him in the DMs. He seems like super chill. Like, spoke meeting, he like, hey, we come on and stuff. And he engages politely in conversation back. I'm not saying, like, you know, we're, we do whatever. Mm-hmm. But I think that you leaned too heavily into what you thought she wanted instead of, like, really actively being aware of how she was behaving mm-hmm. and the decisions she was making in front of you. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's that's the blind spot. I think that's part of the reason why he's embarrassed, right? Like he realizes I had a blind spot because my feelings were so strong. Right. I wasn't seeing the thing in front of me because mm-hmm. Andrew even kind of hinted at like, you know, I don't know how this is going to go. I'm mm-hmm. not sure how she really feels. Right. Like Because he could tell that she was genuinely conflicted between mm-hmm. what sh- what was good for her and what she and what she wanted, what her pussy wanted. Like, let's be honest. Basically. That's Do you think Justin Justin does not have this great personality, bro? Like compared to what you see with Rodney, like it's it's not the personality, bitch. Mm-hmm. It's not. So these are my violent hot takes, and I stand by what I said. And you can <laughs> debate yourself in the comments and in the DMs because I'm not going to answer you. <laughs> well, there you go. That's our hot takes on this last episode. Should we do um, sweets and sour? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, sweet and sours. Uh, let's see, sweet moment, of course. Brandon and Serene napping together, yeah, especially when she accidentally woke him up and he like jolted. Yeah, <laughs> that was hilarious to me. That was sweet. Sorry, did she wake him up or did he wake her up? No, she I woke him up. She woke him up because like I think she moved her arm or something, and oh, so like it yeah. brushed against him a certain way. <laughs> And, and so he like jolted up and he was like, what? And she was, he was like, you scared me, girl. <laughs> I thought that was hilarious. So I, yeah, Brennan and Serene are sweet moments all the time. Yeah, they're, they're, yeah, they're pretty much the only sweet moments that I can say. But yeah, they're really sweet. Um, still going strong. Thank God. I don't know what they do without them on the beach now. <laughs> they're like saving the beach at this point. Um, sour moments. What are, uh, what is your sour moment? Oh, 
I will say my sour moment is the fact that I don't think Eliza was as supported as she should have been after Mm. breaking it off with Rodney. And I'm not sure if that was like production or whatever, if they made her record an ITM afterwards. I don't know what the vibe was, but I felt as if everyone felt so much for Rodney that there was not enough room to stand by her. So that that is my sour moment. That and, you know, anytime Aaron and Genevieve are on the screen. Yeah, pretty much. Anytime they're on the screen, I'm like, eh. I just remembered my sour moment, though. It's not a moment anybody would would expect. Um, (laughs) Definitely not a moment you would expect. But my sour moment actually was when Rodney was leaving and he was crying in the um, in the car. And then he like muttered, like, why me? I just lost him. I need to crack up. I said, Rodney, I was believing you until then. Like, why did you bring the fake ass? Why me? And I couldn't wow. help it. No, it's a production fed line that happened. It had, it had to be, yes. And then I realized uh-huh. people on the beach were saying, why him? And I was like, but this makes no sense. <laughs> this, we know why. Yeah. Yep. I, I think it. Do you listen to the Laguna Beach podcast with Kristen and Steven? I don't think okay, so. Okay. So it's called Back to the Beach. Uh, so the most recent episode had Elsie on there. They mm-hmm. were talking about that stuff. You know, Elsie being the narrator of the whole show, whatever. And they were talking about the fact that producers would just like give them, they gave them like lines that they had to say. There's certain like random lines that just had to throw in in certain conversations. And it feels like that's what happens on reality TV shows. Uh, They give you like a set of lines and you have to say certain lines at certain times mm -hmm. Um, just to be whatever. So I feel like once everybody was like crying about Rodney, they were just like, say this. They held up a placard, like, say this, say this, say this. Um, So I, I believe that wholeheartedly. I know it just it just doesn't make sense though like it was like this makes no sense in the context of what was happening like it made no sense so that but was I mean, my also, sour moment because it took me edit- out of it editing is also a thing right so yeah. maybe Rodney was asking why him because he's been publicly quote unquote embarrassed on TV twice by you know beautiful oh, woman yeah it's still just like a, such a so it was just an odd well odd thing to say at the moment it was very odd you know maybe if he said not again like i would be like oh shit yeah not again but anyway yeah. missed opportunity y'all y'all need to come to us for your lines man come to us yes. for your lines <laughs> pay, pay us pay us though pay yeah. us pay us <laughs> um but yeah that was my sorrow moment i was like this ruined it for me <laughs> yeah no i feel that i get that i get that I, th- I think we've had a lot to say defending oh, people yeah. and not defending people on this episode. And the hot stakes were, again, I like everybody involved in this scenario. This is based on characters on a TV show. And this is not a judgment of who they are in real life. Okay. Right. I just have to exactly. keep saying it because people keep coming in the DM saying the weirdest shit. And I'm just sitting here like, why would you think you could say that to me? <laughs> so, <laughs> right. Or like people who take it way too hard. It's like, and that's the thing, like, and sometimes I get dramatic and stuff and I say stuff with tweets and people are like, calm down, it's just a show. And it's like, duh, I know that. Like, that's why I give myself permission to be dramatic, but it's not real. Like, it's not, yeah, it's me uh, in real life. It's just, I'm dramatic. <laughs> yeah, th- these are real people, but ultimately what we see on TV is a caricature of these people. Yeah. So, you know, we're, we're, just, ref- we're just responding to the media that we're being presented. Yes. And exactly. again, I don't, I don't believe that Justin's a horrible person. I don't believe that Les is a horrible. I don't believe that Rodney's a horrible person. I don't believe any of those things about them because I don't know them. They are fucking right. strangers. 
They are strangers to me. I did not know that. Mm -hmm. So I think that's what it is. It's this parasocial relationship people have with like celebrities, even reality TV show celebrities, Mm -hmm. right? Where Mm -hmm. they believe they know them because they were on a reality show. These shows are heavily produced, heavily edited. If they're recording 24-7, obviously there are things that are missing. You think they can fit a 24... You think they can fit three weeks of filming? Like... 24 7 in in the show like this and that's not how that works they film every day they film every conversation every moment every breath you take every fart that you let out like they film all of those things and we're not seeing the full picture anymore the people who only people who know the full picture people who were actually there people who were on the beach living these experiences so I will say if any of them want to come on the podcast and talk about it you probably can't because of contracts but if you want to you can Anybody who was on the beach wants to talk about it. If you were there, you can. Except for the white people. I'm sorry. I don't want to hear from you. Yeah, no, not you. But everybody else. (laughs) No, I cannot wait for like the day when there's like a Bachelor Nation alum podcast or show or whatever where alums just go on and get the chance to talk about all the shit that happened that didn't really happen that was meant to look a certain way. Like one day, one day. I'm manifesting it. Mm -hmm. It's going to (laughs) happen. Yeah, because I mean, like, a, a real podcast, not sanctioned by ABC. <laughs> like, exactly. a real podcast. A real one where you can talk about the nitty-gritty details, you know, the stuff that you weren't supposed to talk about. That's what I'm interested in hearing. Yes, exactly. So, we did polls last week. I think I made the questions last week. So, if you oh, guys yes, hated yes, them, yes. it's Lex's fault because she didn't do them. <laughs> it's, it's all Lex's fault because she didn't come up with them. So, that's why if you hate them, it's her fault. If you if y'all aren't aware, I know some maybe some of y'all are aware, but maybe not everybody. But we do polls and Q and A's um, from Spotify. So if you have Spotify, you can go on our podcast page right now and answer our question on our Q and A, and then we read them on the show and you know, kiki about it, and it's kind of cool. Um, so go to our page and respond to our polls and our Q and A if you want to be part of the show. Um, we asked last week, do you think that the man should have demanded the woman not go on dates? A hundred percent of you said, uh, no, they did the right thing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, because, which, yeah, any reasonable man would. Yeah. I mean, we're just saying that this toxic, like, oh, that's how you know they're in love because they're fighting like this. Or he told me not to go on the date. So like, I no, that's not love. That's control. That's, not, that's control. Yeah. That's control, that's manipulation. So, no. So happy that we all agree. Man shouldn't tell woman what the fuck to do. Um, exactly. Then, then, then we ask, how do you feel about the age differences between some contestants? Our lovely Jen. <laughs> yes, it's me. Answered. And she said, the difference in actual age between Florence and her twin is nothing compared to what we've seen with Chris. And Katie, Kenny, and Mari, and Joe and Serena, these massive age gaps are hella gross. Which definitely hella agree because it's just weird. And it's like, it was that. And then also, um, Florence is how old again? 33, 34? And so is Kate. And it's like, nobody really said anything to Kate about Logan being 26. Like, Yeah, but to be fair, the twins are 24. The, 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 yeah. they, they, their, their, their brains haven't fully formed yet still <laughs> 24 I know. I so know. like I, 
I get, I, actually, no, I think Shanae is 30 or 31 and Shane and Florence are the same age or similar, or like 32 maybe. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, yeah. I mean, so similar. it's like six to eight years. And it's the same yeah. thing, like Kate and Logan. I mean, like, come exactly. on. Exactly. Their gap is about the same. Anyway, so, but yeah, the, um, yeah, the massive age gaps are hella good. Especially when the men are like way older than the women. It's just weird. Yeah. You know? I don't like that. Um, Junkie Brownbutt says, five plus year age gap. Five, wait, five year plus age gap has me concerned. You just have different lives and priorities. And that's true. I guess yep. depending up since, until a certain age, like a five year age gap when you're like 23 is extreme. It's a world apart, you know, but a, a five year age gap when you're like 35 is like. <laughs> so, yeah, exactly. Um, and then JJ says. Mostly you. <laughs> yeah, because because it is. Like, so all yeah. the ribbing that they did of the women, because it's rooted in misogyny for the women, right? Like, oh my God, they're dating these boys. But y'all stood to the side and let, like, 12-year-old Sarita get married to Joe. Yeah, like, exactly. Exactly. It's Mari just, was, like, I think 24 and Kenny was 40. 40. Yeah. He, he had turned 40 on the beach, right? Like, yeah. she was 25. So that's yeah. a 15-year gap. So, and it's kind of strange. Like, it's weird. Yeah, uh, with the, the gap between the twins and Shanae is like six, seven years. And it's like, I'm a baby. Yeah. Wait, mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyway. So, yeah, there's that. I think that was all of our questions. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm not, I'm just not a fan of it. And I'm going to reference Love is Blind because I've been, I've been watching. I'm not fully caught up yet. I'll be ready by the time we're ready to record the Love is Blind episode. But <laughs> I just want to say, like, with Love is Blind, Alexa's dad is ancient and her stepmother is a child. That's why she oh, has shit. a four-year-old stepsister. Yes. I'm like, yes. her stepmother is a child. Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> I don't care about the plastic surgery or any of that shit because that's obvious. I'm, everyone knows it, just looking at them, right? But like, when you look at the stepmother compared to her dad... I, keep, I think I kept thinking the stepmother was like her friend. Yes, it was her stepmother. Her stepmother. Yeah, and I was like, why is this woman here? But yeah, and yeah, yeah, her stepsister, her best friend is her four-year-old stepsister. At first I was like, your dad got a young-ass kid. And I didn't think much about it. Mm -hmm. Now it's like, oh yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense. Because like she's in her 30s. I think she's like 30, 31, 32, something like that. Alexa, if memory serves correctly. 29, but either way, her dad is at least... (laughs) You know, cause and I think 60, she has other... gotta be 50, 60. Yeah. And yeah. to her stepmother to have had a four year old, she's in her 30s. Like, I'm sorry. Yeah. Like, yeah. So there might be the step- like a. The stepmother looked like maybe about five or six years older than Alexa. That's mm. how she looked to me. Mm. Which she could be. I know families like that. <laughs> it's very strange. And it's gross. Yeah, it's, it's very gross. It's very gross. But you know, Men are just naturally gross. <laughs> correct. Sometimes correct. we just come from gross men. I'm not going to lie. No, real talk. <laughs> because I think there was a comedy sketch that I saw where she asked the guy, a comedy ass guy, and I was like, you know, what's the youngest girl he would date? And the guy was like, oh, yeah. The comedian asked the guy in the audience. Because oh, okay. we can't see who the guy in the audience is. Like, oh, he's like, like 24, 25. Ask guy, and how old are you? He was like 53. Oh, I think I remember this. Yeah. And I was like... Special. Like you were, he, you're in your fifties, and you're willing to date a twenty-something year old girl. Exactly. 
Meanwhile, this girl the other day on Twitter said the oldest she would date was like 22 years above her, which is like 25. And then she started roasting everybody above 27, like all the men above 27. And when I tell you all these men got in their feelings, simply because she said after 27, your hairline's receding or like you ain't got great dick no more or your body is like failing. And it's like it's funny to me because she was objectifying men the way men objectify young women. You know, it's the same. It's the same thing men say about young women. Past a certain age, their body don't look good no more. Their skin starts sagging. Their breasts start sagging. Blah blah blah. They complain about basically all the ways in which your body matures as a woman. But a woman doing this to them, and they just couldn't take it. They couldn't take it. Listen, but she's right. They were pressed. They were distressed. And you know what? Because she's she's 23 years old. What the fuck is she going to do with a 30-year-old man? Exactly. What the fuck is she going to do with a 27-year-old guy? Like, I, even that, like, that to me is like 27, 23. Yeah. Yeah. You're both I don't know. still young, but, you know, like, she don't need to be dating anybody above 25. Totally agree with her. But men just, men would hate to lose their access to young women. Like, let me tell you that right now. Like, that's Correct. one thing they will always protect. Access to women, <laughs> young women, I should say. Young Sounds women. like pedophilia. Mm-hmm. Pretty much, pretty much. The other day, um, I went to I went to lunch with this guy, and he was saying like the highest paid OnlyFans creator is Chinese. Um, and immediately I was like, oh, okay, I get it. And he was like, and you know, like I just don't understand why. And I'm like, you don't understand, like a little why. girl. Exactly, <laughs> like. You tell me that, and I'm like, I immediately understand because men are gross. (laughs) Because men are gross pedophiles. But he couldn't understand. He's like, I don't understand. I'm like, you know what? I'm kind of happy you don't understand, though. Yes, the men who don't understand, we hold on to them. We hold on to them. Thank you. They are the men who like women. (laughs) Actually. (laughs) Who are actually physically attracted to women. (laughs) Facts. All right. Is there anything else we need to talk about? I mean, I don't think anything's really happened Bachelor no. Nation-wise this week aside from mm. spoilers, so I can't say them. Yeah. So, you know. I can say yeah. the reunion filmed last Friday. That's why everyone yes. was in L.A. That's why they're posting their Go Crabs pictures because, you know, Paradise High, whatever that skit they did on the show uh, like an episode or two ago. So uh, that's what I will say. The reunion filmed on Friday, the 3rd yeah, or 4th of November. Mm. Yeah. I mean, I've I've seen the spoilers and then there's the real life. I mean, is it a spoiler if it happens in real life, bro? Like, I mean, this is not rumor. These are actual photos of them together. And like, oh, you're talking about Victoria? Yeah. Like, that's not a spoiler as much as like it's happened. It's on the Internet. It's yeah. not like someone leaked these because Nick Vial posted this. So oh, he's a- it's like, so, is this uh- a spoiler? I mean, it is, but it isn't at the same time. Right. It, it no. turns out exactly how we thought it would have. Yeah, I wouldn't say it's so. Yeah, I wouldn't say it's a, like a huge spoiler because ain't nobody was really invested. In- yeah. So I, I will say that Nick Vial posted some stories from the weekend, and in the stories there is a rumored couple together, and you know, yeah, and there have also been photos of this couple um, on aircrafts in a different country, walking together, in the airport together, et cetera. So I think it's pretty obvious what I'm talking about. If you're picking up what I'm putting down, it's pretty yeah. obvious. I'm trying to be nice, but, like, mm-hmm. also, Paradise is ending in two weeks. Like, you're going to find out anyway. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah. Oh, Lord. Um, but yeah, it's an unlikely, it's a very unlikely couple, in my opinion. I didn't even know they knew each other. They knew each other like facts. I didn't so... I didn't notice at all. But you know, I mean so I, I don't be paying attention to people's comments and apparently they were flirting in the comments for a while. Um oh. I again I don't see the appeal, but whatever. I mean, we never do, so <laughs> <laughs> facts. Facts. You know, let's talk about something important. The fact that we're back on the renewed Rodney for Bachelor train and people are still sure. calling for Mike Johnson to be the Bachelor. I'm sorry, I don't want to see that. I'd, I'd watch I it, don't. but I don't actually want to see he found it. His, he found his white queen. It's fine. He's not going to be the Bachelor. <laughs> he settled down. He, he has a girlfriend, right? I forget. No, I don't think so anymore. Well, Wait. based on his post. Now, I don't know anymore. Well, I mean, I guess I don't know. I thought he had a girlfriend, but maybe it was just, it was just an ad for something. I think so. I don't know. I'm perplexed. Still but for his white queen, because <laughs> Brian made a comment on a post like, "Yep, yeah, we're still waiting for you to be the bachelor as well, Mike." So I guess that that's why I'm like, well, maybe he's single now again because oh. Brian made that comment. But okay, yeah, okay. or maybe that or maybe it's an inside joke. <laughs> Must be either way. Rodney for bachelor. That's where I'm at. Yes. Yes, yes. Let's scrap this bachelor season and make Rodney. I really like, feel like producers are really pushing for Rodney to be the bachelor, and I feel like it's just like the level up is like, you know, because everybody seems to love working with him. He gets great storylines every time, and he, you know, gets pushed to this place where people are like, "Yes, Rodney, Rodney, Rodney." But and it's so weird because if he were white, it would be no question. Like if he was a conventional, attractive white man, like he, this would be no question. He would have been on our screens, you know. Yep. So it's kind of weird. <laughs> so Ronnie for Bachelor. Yep. That's that's where I stand. Um. Again, as a reminder, don't be sending Eliza no hate. Yeah. Leave her alone. Leave that girl alone. She don't. She don't even need you to send her nice things, bro. Like just share her share her photos and like heart her photos. Like that's all yes. you gotta be doing. Don't be it's trying to do it. nothing else. Yes. Also, some weird things have happened recently on our Instagram page. Like we've been followed by several like people from the franchise or like and like, you know, when I share their posts now, they're like replying back to me with like hearts and thank yous. And I'm like, who told y'all about our page? I know. Like, why are you like, all so nice? Hmm. Where where are you why are you responding to me? I mean, I just shared <laughs> your photo and I was like, She looks beautiful. You're like, Oh my god, thank you so much. Stop responding to me. Like, <laughs> don't perceive me. <laughs> we are watching. We don't want to be watched. <laughs> Go away. <laughs> you know? So it's just so, it's just so funny. And because, you know, you, we comment sometimes, like we say some certain things sometimes, but all of a sudden, like this past week or so, it just felt like an influx of people reacting to our content when we post about them. And I'm like, stop. <laughs> no, we were invisible. <laughs> <laughs> I, I would like to be invisible again. Thank you. I know. <laughs> It's the same thing with Twitter. Like, every minute I'm getting notifications of likes. I'm like, damn, like, I'm going to have to turn my notifications off. And I really like having my notifications on because I get to see, like, everybody who's interacting. I get to, you know, um, talk with and tweet with people that I know, like, we regularly do. And so I don't want to turn off my notifications, but <laughs> about that time. Girl, mine been off. My notifications <laughs> for Twitter and Instagram are both off. I am annoyed all the time. Really? All oh, the time. Instagram notifications for real, actually. Yeah. Because sometimes <laughs> it's just so much for no reason. Like, hey. I just, I can't do it. Especially now that Love is Blind is happening and people are like 
sending comments and requests and all these things all the time to comment about Love is Blind. By the way, are you finished or are you... I have to rewatch the reunion because I was distracted during the reunion. I think I want to rewatch the last episode too, but yeah, I'm pretty much... Girl! (laughs) I cannot wait to talk about it. (laughs) Well, I'm going to try to watch the rest of it tonight um, because tomorrow I'm going to watch Black Panther, so probably watch it. I'm going to watch it on Sunday. Nice. So we're going to watch it this weekend together. Yay. It's going to be great. But, um, and then I go to, I travel on Saturday. So it's like, I can only watch it at certain times. Because when yeah. I'm away, I'm not going to be fucking watching. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I, my goal is to watch it like either tonight or on Friday. Those are the two options. There's no okay. other time to watch. But we can record on Sunday. I just can't okay. watch anything past that. Okay. Sounds good. We're going to do it. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Let me know. Are there any questions you want to ask people this week? We'll figure it out. <laughs> we always do. Uh, I'm like, I gotta go cook dinner. It's dinner time, y'all. I gotta go defrost this fish. Lord, I, I have not. More. I haven't been to the grocery store in ages. I probably should look into that. Neither, I because I have not been home. <laughs> Yeah. Ooh, I have an update for you after this. <laughs> after this. After this. Okay. That's all okay. for me. Do you have anything else you want to add for the peeps? That's all for me, folks. We probably came up with a question and a poll on Spotify. So go look at it, answer, and we'll call out your comments next time. So but that's it for me. I'm Lex. She's Jen. We are the Black Catch you next time. Bye. Bye, y'all.